Hey everyone, and welcome to the Run With Sam podcast, episode number two. Uh, my name is Sam Meldon, and I just want to just thank you so much for listening. Um, thanks to everyone who shared the first episode of our podcast. Um, and, you know, I was really, really, um, you know, glad and, uh, you know, humbled to, to see the positive response. And I'm looking forward to using this communication platform as a way to connect with uh, people who care about this campaign initially, and then ultimately, um, people who live in District 5 and in the city of Toledo, um, and, you know, just connecting about the concerns that face all of us. Um, we are... I'm I'm in this campaign because we're trying to do something. We're trying to move Toledo forward, and uh, I'm excited to share a lot of different ideas about about how we can do that. Um, introduce people and connect people to others who are already doing that in their own way. And I think that this podcast is just going to be another communication platform um, that will allow us to um, share those stories and and keep everyone up to date. Hopefully, in a convenient way uh, for you, the listener. So as I mentioned last time, we are going to have different kind of segments on the podcast, and um, we have a guest uh, coming up in a little bit. But before that, I mentioned that we would do some District 5 news. So talk about something in the news fairly recently and um, you know, talk about how it impacts District 5, and then I was going to offer my take on it. Um, and just kind of, you know, give a few reactions to to what I think about the story. So this is not necessarily fresh or the or the hottest news going right now, but I think sometimes to react in a thoughtful way, um, it's you know you don't have to be first out of the gate. Uh, you you know you need some time to think about it. And and this is actually interesting because our our guest on the podcast referenced this story, um, and that is the uh, news that the Whole Foods store is going to be going in on Secor. Um, so Whole Foods or Whole Foods 360, whatever it ends up being. If you've been following that news, you know that all the development along Secor Avenue between Central and, um, you know, that Monroe, Sylvania area um, has just been been going like gangbusters. And there was announced that there was going to be a, a Whole Foods 360 and then it was announced that it wasn't going to be. And then it was on, it felt like it was on again, off again, on again, off again. Um, and then it, it seems like it's happening. So they're hoping to have it up pretty soon. You know, there was another story, though, that happened a couple days later that I thought was also interesting, which was right across the street, basically, um, at that, um, you know, Executive Parkway area on Secor, um, where the Savers used to be. Savers had closed and kind of went out of business locally. Um, it was going to reopen as a Goodwill. So, so many people in the community, myself included, who loved going to Savers and 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 taking part in that in that thrift store and 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 donating back and trying to be as uh, resourceful uh, with our with our resources, but also just with our stuff. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people are really excited to see it come back and to be Goodwill as the one who's going back into that space. Um, the reason I put these two stories together is because it's really indicative of how I think about this. Um, there is a lot of news in District 5 every single day about businesses opening and businesses closing. And um, the thing that I found really kind of interesting about both the timing of these two stories uh, and the nature of the stories is we need to be in a community that is business friendly um, to many different types of businesses. Think about this. 
you have, on one hand, you have Whole Foods, right, which was acquired by Amazon, one of the largest, if not the largest company in the world. Um, and large, enormous companies, they have some economies of scale, they can do things very fast, but they also take time. And they're probably going to change their mind every once in a while. Um, and so I think to, to be flexible and to work with them um, is, is, a, is a worthwhile endeavor because of what it says about our local economy, right? Like, so for them wanting to invest and be a part of our local economy, I think it's a good thing. And then at the same time, you're kind of rooting for what is or what feels like the local, uh, you know, the, the local angle on these things. So we have local grocery stores as well. And so I know so many people who want to support, support those and others who are excited about, you know, excited about Whole Foods coming in. That's how I feel about the Goodwill store, right? So to have a company like Goodwill with such a, an important mission in our region to go back in and, and, and reopen that space, I think it's a really good thing for, for our community, for District 5. And so it felt like it was just a lot of good news um, to see one project finally come through and then to see another empty storefront about to be re, uh, you know, reinvested in and reopened. Um, so those are, those are a few quick thoughts for me. I would be really curious uh, what you all think, though. So find a way, you know, reply, reply to the podcast, you know, Twitter, Facebook, you know how to get a hold of me. I'm not shy about uh, making that known. So I would love to hear what you think as well. All right. Now for the guest, our guest on this episode uh, is my barber. I know we're going like hyper local here. Um, I've been going to this barber for a little while now, Steven Anderson, and he opened a shop, I mean, about a year ago, I guess, um, in Cricket West. And it's called um, the Executive Barber right there on Cricket, in Cricket West facing, uh, facing Central. And this is, uh, this is the interview. So tell me about the shop. When did you open? It's, it's been a year. It's been about a year. How's it been going? We've been busy. It's um, it's been a transition, that's for sure. It's nice to watch the neighborhood transition. It seems like every month there's something new popping up, or something not popping up. I think Whole Foods has gone in and out five times. Yeah. <laughs> we've been here. I think they're back on track. Yeah, I guess. To go back in. What is even more out is they've been paying rent the whole time. It's like, you're paying rent, you might as well open. Right. I kind of feel the same way about Zingo's behind us. I wish they'd open. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, this and this Cricket West Strip has really changed a lot. We've got Carlos next door. Yeah. Popping the Mexican food. I can't go a day without a taco. It used to be every other day. <laughs> now I've limited myself to at least once a day. So I can only go once a day. And you're from the area, is that true? Um, Perrysburg, yeah. I wish I'd lived over here. I just can't find a house. I can't find anything I like. Okay. They're either too big or too small. I'm like the three bears. I can't find the in-between ones. So I feel like every time I talk to you, you know everyone. Well, I hope not. How did that happen? <laughs> you see a lot of faces. Yeah. Um, if they don't stop in for a haircut, they just stop in to say hi. Yeah. Or have a smart cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of ladies that come over from the French Swiss. 
Yeah. They don't get a haircut, but they bring their boys here. Or their husbands come in. Yeah. So they want to know what's popping in the barbershop. There's just not a lot of barbershops in the area. We're in Toledo. Yeah, right. So it's difficult to... It's been difficult to expand more than I wanted to because I just can't find any barbers. Huh. We got a massage therapy room going upstairs, so that'll be fun. When is that open? Um, May. We're going to go opening May 1st. We'll have awesome. Alicia and we'll have um, Lacey doing massages. Uh-huh. Facials will be Mandy, so probably a couple chairs upstairs. We've got some space up there, so... Just getting that back together. But other than that, just looking forward to spring. My gosh, it'd be nice to keep the door open. Yeah, no kidding. Patio. We got some patio furniture out front. Gated in, so the guys have somewhere to smoke their cigars. Yeah. And you've been open a year ish. And you're like you're like packed every single day. Always. Yeah. I'm booking. Sometimes Fridays book out a week. Yeah, so what, what? Sometimes Saturdays do too. So how do you make sense of that? Why do you think that is? I just think because there's no one else that's doing uh, barbering in the, uh, in the area. No one else really does barbering. It's kind of a dying art form. Um, most of them are Cosmos. Uh, if you go to the sport clips, they're Cosmos. or They're women. You know, they don't do the straight razor shaves. Mostly women just uh, scissor work. They don't do clippers, so... I think with a guy's hair, if you really want a great cut, you have to be able to know how to use a clipper. It's definitely a straight razor. I'd say 50% of my business on Sundays. Heck, some days 100% of my business is beards. I see beards all day long, just hair and beard, hair and beard, hair and beard. So, and well, beards I can't are very popular. I can't help you there. Yeah, like the last guy that was in, he um, you know, had a nice red beard. And people don't know how to take care of their beards. They just Yeah, right. Yeah, they, unless your dad had a beard or you go on YouTube and you learn how to properly maintain it, it can be a challenge to maintain your beard. Sure. But the neighborhood's been great. You know, I, I, The complex is great. I mean, it's a huge transformation considering where this place was two years ago when I signed the lease. It was, it was in bad shape. You know? the, yeah. The owners put a lot of money into the, the facility changed the landscape of the neighborhood you know people really didn't come down to cricket west but the new coffee shop at the corner you've got sip yep yep it's a bright shiny spot and most of the places here they have a lot of shine to them yeah with the yoga ladies that come through on either side the yogasha and then there's pure bar it's more of a workout yeah yeah so it it just it's a very, I think it's a very diverse complex. What drew you to this location? I wanted to be a corner store. And I okay. wanted to be sort of in a neighborhood. I would love to have been in like inside a neighborhood, but I think this is the closest I can get to yeah. being in a neighborhood. Sure. I've looked at the Costco complex, but you really don't walk to Costco. You really don't walk to um, right. um, Chipotle. Most people drive. And so here, the uniqueness of it is you, a lot of the, the people that reside in the neighborhood walk to the um the barbershop yeah or they ride their bikes but it's definitely a family atmosphere here you know people stop in that one one guy stopped he had his two daughters in the back of a wagon 
when it was 70 out this week, just stopped in, let his two girls run around the shop. And that's nice. You know, you don't yeah. see that at the Costco Plaza. You don't see that over at Westgate. Right. So I think it's the uniqueness of the area. There's not a lot of places, you know, being from Perrysburg, uh, unless you live downtown Perrysburg, you don't leave the city. That's the right, one thing I right. don't like about living in Perrysburg. Once I get home, there's no need to come back to Toledo. It's so, that's kind of why I'm looking to move back over to this area. How long have you been cutting hair? 20. Wow. 20 years. And there's not a lot, because there's not a lot of barbers in Toledo. There. Very few use a straight razor still. Very few do um, beards. And, um, lineups with the razors. Yeah. So there's definitely, I mean, I wish more, I would. I just wish more kids, instead of, if they're looking at going to college and they're not decided on college, they'd look at one of the trades. I mean, I think we've seen, if you talk to people that live in the neighborhood, there's plumbers, like my plumber lives in the neighborhood. And Mark's about ready to retire. There's nobody to take his place and they make great money. They right. They have a great income. But it's in every industry, HVAC, bricklaying, masonry, pipe fitting. Um, a lot of my clients work 12 to 16 hour days in the trades, electricians especially. Um, you, know, you can walk into a Jeep and make more as an electrician than you can as an engineer, just because they're in such high demand and you're working all the overtime. So I wish more kids, I don't know, I think they need to do it at the high school level. Yeah. Maybe or the sure. junior high level and show them that there's if you don't want to do college, because I don't think everybody's amenable to college. Anymore. Sure. So if you know it's a shame to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a college education, fifty thousand dollars <laughs> on a college education and you never use it. Right. You go do something else, which you see with a lot of the kids. They go two years to University of Toledo or to Ohio State and then they come home and they they get into one of the trades, and they said that, you know, they were, culinary is huge, too. They, they go into the culinary trade. But that's the other field. There's, there's a shortage of chefs in Toledo, they said. They, they import most of the chefs. I know the Chop House downtown imported their chef. Even the stubborn brother at the corner, and that's a neighborhood. Sure, place. sure. She imported hers, um, her pizza chef. Yeah, so there's the trades, and there's also, like, there's the service industry Definitely. in general. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, that's cool. Culinary have a, so I think it's a two-year degree. Yeah. Associate's degree in culinary arts. So what have you learned about the neighborhood since you've been here? Um, just a lot of different facts about a lot of the homes, you know. One of the gals that brings her son and lives in the Licavoli home. I didn't know. There was a huge crime family that lived down the street. <laughs> and she has secret passageways that take her underneath the... Um, What's up, man? How are you? Grant, how you doing? Grant, we're live. How are you? We're we got a little podcast, podcast happening right here. Huh? Really? So say hi. How you doing? This is one of the neighborhood guys, Grant. Grant's yeah. in here. Your brother was in today. Your brother drove in from Cleveland. All right, so I hope that you enjoyed that uh, conversation with Stephen. You know, it was pretty 
Um, pretty basic, just introductory conversation. I think talking to business owners, um, you know, whether it is whether it's a large business owner, a financial firm, a, a, you know, a grocery store, like we were talking about earlier, uh, or even you know, more of a of a craftsman, as Stephen described himself. Uh, I think it's important to hear business perspective and learn about the challenges that they have and the and the different benefits they see of operating a business in District Five. Um, and so if you're, if you need a haircut, uh, you know, obviously go, go talk, go talk to Steven. Um, and hopefully you enjoyed the interview too. I, I was pretty happy with how it came out. You even could hear the scissors in the background and, and the jazz music and just the general vibe that he has going on there in his shop. All right. So let's talk about what's next. We are uh, just a couple weeks away now from our uh, volunteer kickoff on April 28th. And that morning, we actually have a, a relay team. I mean, let's really lean into this run with Sam idea. We have a relay team in the Glass City Marathon that's going to run the entire marathon. And then we're all going to meet up at Sip Coffee Shop from 1 to 3 for our volunteer kickoff. So if you're looking for a way to get involved in this campaign uh, or just to learn more about what different opportunities there are, I encourage you to come out to that Sip Coffee Shop on Sunday, April 28th uh, from 1 to 3. I would love I would love to see you there. We're going to be uh, you know knocking on doors and talking to voters beginning in earnest, uh, you know, first weekend in May. And so to have volunteers engaged and to uh, be able to connect people and, and start to build our team and, and build up even the sub teams on our team uh, is going to be is going to be a lot of fun. So I would love to see you there. All right. And that is um, that's it. Episode number two. I am so, um, so thankful that you are taking the time to listen to this. And as always, um, feel free to get a hold of me. Um, however you want. So Facebook, Twitter, uh, whatever it is, you can always email me too. The campaign email address is friendsofsammeldon at gmail.com and we'll link those those things up. Also the campaign phone number, we'll put those in the in the show notes as well. Um, and I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, you know, thoughts, uh, concerns about the district, um, questions about the campaign, uh, I'm all ears. Thanks. Thanks.